Hi, Marav. How are you today? Very good. So I'm excited to interview you. Um, every time we do bio blitzes, I always look forward to talking to you and picking your brain about the different things that we see out in the like in the creek and in the parks. Um, so would you be able to start the podcast by giving me a little bit of a little background about yourself and um, what you do for a living and then the activities that you do with South Bay Clean Creeks Coalition? Okay. So uh, my background is in entomology. Mm -hmm. I did my PhD studying ants, uh, and then a postdoctoral studies studying invasive ants as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I just did a little bit of citizen science at that point, mm -hmm. but then I got very interested in that after I finished all my studies, I decided that that's something I find fascinating, mm -hmm. uh, getting the public involved in uh, doing research, surveys, learning about biodiversity. Um, and that's how I started organizing uh, BioBlitz events in mm -hmm. the South Bay, working with a few different nonprofits. And that's most of what I do. I also lead different hikes. And when I can, I teach in San Jose State University. Um, oh. Desert ecology class. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, did you... Is the bio blitz like your thing? Like, did you start that, or is that just an idea that that you kind of like took on for yourself and yeah? Was so there? I I just used it. Uh, it's been around for a long time. It used to be done by you know uh, paper and pen and oh. you know taking <laughs> lots of notes and stuff like that. But uh, now that iNaturalist is around, which is a free uh, smartphone app that you could just download and use wherever you'd like. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an amazing tool to organize these bioblitzes because you don't need anything else. When I leave home, I make sure I have a spoon and my phone <laughs> and, and that's it. And then, you know, a few extras, but you basically just need your phone because you go out and you take photos or you record uh, bird calls mm -hmm. you could, or other animal calls and all that different observations will be added into a project for that specific BioBlitz event. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it just, it's such an awesome tool. So as you go, you could see what other people have found during the event. Um, for example, today we're having a BioBlitz here at San Jose State. Oh. Uh, two BioBlitzes actually. So we'll have a project set for this location, for the area and the date, and then any observation made here today will be added into that project. So everyone participating could see what other people have found. They could log into that uh, project easily and see what other people found. And also after the event, they could see that, but it's not just them, it's any random people worldwide could go into iNaturalist and view all that data and use that data for research, for uh, just to learn about these different species. Yeah. I, I bet this is like, uh, made a lot of shortcuts that you got, like you know, people didn't have in the past, right? It's made it a lot easier to access this information and for other people or other people to see it. Uh, it's, it's just so easily available, you know, all that information. You don't need to go to, you know, fifteen different libraries to find all the information. It's so much of it is in your phone. Of course, there's a lot that is still not there. Uh, have, have you had any like breakthroughs happen with citizen science? Like, has anybody found something that hasn't been found um, in your experience? Um, so, what I like about BioBlitz is, is that we always find something we didn't expect to find. Um, you always find something interesting. Um, we find different uh, endangered species, rare species, 
many invasive species. I mean, you learn about everything that is around you. So we usually go to parks in San Jose. So part of what I do is I try to take people um, that live around that area or people from the South Bay to learn more about their parks. Because San Jose is, even though it's a big city, it has some terrific parks. Uh, many of our parks have natural vegetation in them. Among you know many non-native things that were planted, there are many native oaks uh, and other native trees. And many of these parks are found along the creeks. Most of the events I do are along one of the creeks. So we have so many different species, both native and non-native, that live in these parks. And because of the native trees, uh, we have many native insects that feed on these trees. And then we have the birds and the lizards that feed on the insects. So you create this beautiful ecosystem in the middle of, of a big city where you can find lots of different interesting species. Um, and to me, we always find something interesting. And I think for people that join our events, we open their eyes because many of them are not aware of this diversity. Uh, some people told me that, for example, in Los Gatos Creek, where we did an event with South Bay uh, Clean Creek Coalition, we had people that told me that they used to bike there all the time with their, with their kids. They bike in, in the creek and they go there all the time, but they never actually stopped to look at the plants and the insects and the birds. And they saw so many things that they never no noticed before. And they said that next time they'll bike there, mm -hmm. you know, it will look so different. Right. It looks a lot more vibrant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. There's so many more things that I know now. Yeah. Uh, for me, coming from Texas, uh, you know, it's kind of desert town. I came from El Paso, so it's right in the middle of the desert. I didn't pay attention to this stuff as much until I came over here. When I moved over here in 2004, it's like, oh, you guys have trees. It's all green all the time. It's it's nice. <laughs> There's so much cool things to look at here. Um, so through well, the I love the desert as well, I must say. There, there's just some amazing things out there. Like there's like plants that grow on certain stones and stuff. So mm -hmm. it's, it, it has its own really interesting, unique things. But as a kid growing up, I just want to go play, have fun. And when, you know, you guys have a creek here, when I moved over here, that was so interesting. I got to explore that as much as, much as I could. So, um, but yeah, so I, I became so much more appreciative uh, coming over here and then entering this organization and being able to participate in the bio blitzes, it opened my eyes even more and it, like the world got bigger, which is really nice. Um, it, for, is the bio blitz the way that you got kind of involved with South Bay Clean Creeks Coalition? Yeah, at the time I was um, organizing bio blitzes with uh, Santa Clara Valley Audubon Society and with Keep Cutty Creek Beautiful. And then Steve contacted me and asked me if we could do events together and I was really happy to uh, get into Scottis Creek and Guadalupe River as well, that I didn't know as, as well. Mm -hmm. So I was excited to get to know them. Had you heard about South Bay Clean Creeks Coalition before then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Okay, yeah. so we, we were making some noise. And, yeah, and I saw the signs oh, uh, in Scottis Creek and maybe Guadalupe as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And so what was so interesting about going to the other creeks? I know you were mostly on Coyote Creek, but... Um, was there, is it just like a new territory? Is it just like what could be there? Yeah, so when we do a bioblitz, it's always about what we're going to find out because mm -hmm. you never know what you'll find. And it's always interesting and surprising. And these creeks are different, you know. Coyote Creek comes from Coyote Valley, Los Gatos mm -hmm. Creek, and Guadalupe are coming from different areas. So, and 
you know, and they're different because of the lakes, because of where they're going through. So, you know, it's just, and, and the locations are different. We, uh, with Keep Caddy Creek Beautiful, we did lots of uh, city parks that mm -hmm. are by the creek. And with uh, South Bay, we go to some places that were just recently cleaned. Mm -hmm. And then we check who lives there, you know, right af after a cleanup, which I think is really interesting. And a couple of times it was in places I have never been to before. So I went to visit that place when it was cleaned the week before the BioBlitz. And then again, when we did the BioBlitz, and it was really interesting to see how it changed within just, you know, was it drastic? a full, a huge change. Like I remember <laughs> one, one spot that was just so filthy. It was heartbreaking to see the creek in such bad, bad shape. Mm -hmm. And then the next week, it, it wasn't beautiful, you know, you cannot fix <laughs> yeah. something like that so easily, but it was clean. Mm -hmm. It was clean and we found some cool stuff in there. Uh, unfortunately, the problem is not solved. So, you know, it, it does look like within pretty short time, it might look, go, go back, back to, the to, to the way it was, unfortunately. But I think it's amazing that organizations like this exist and and do this hard work of cleaning these creeks because they could be beautiful and we see them in you know before they get into downtown san jose where the creeks are beautiful and have so much life in them so many birds so many uh, native plants and so many insects and spiders and really interesting creatures that live there and amphibians and uh, lizards and everything else it, it's interesting to see the differences in organisms that live in different areas right so like i know we've done bio blitzes on the same creek on the same day but in different stretches right we did one that was uh more on the south side of san jose and that area was a little bit cleaner and then we went to downtown um the same river on the guadalupe and that area was a little bit dirtier well a lot dirtier <laughs> but it had different types of critters in there and um each one each area fostered its own like ecosystem whether it was an invasive folk or centered ecosystem or something that was more towards uh, the original inhabitants of that area so it, that's really yeah. interesting yeah i agree and i think that event was was very interesting because we started in los alamitas creek in south yeah. san jose that is pretty clean it's a beautiful area we should do a battle it's there by the way <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah it's a beautiful area i love that that place i, I go walking there often and there are many different birds, many insects, the water is pretty clean. And what, the day we did the event was cool because I, I was looking for different um, aquatic macroinvertebrates, little creatures that live in the creek. Mm -hmm. And I remember I found this really interesting caddisfly larva. Caddisfly are flying insects, but the larva develops in water. Mm -hmm. And this one really needs pristine water. You, it's something you'd find in creeks in the Sierras, for example. So that was very interesting to find it in San Jose, basically. And then we went to downtown San Jose and it wasn't that bad. I mean, we didn't see that little creature, but we did see a whole bunch of other um, macroinvertebrates that live in the creek over there. And some of our native plants, I mean, there's still so much work need, that needs to be done there. But uh, yeah, what we do in many of the bioblitzes is, is if the water is not 
to uh, disgusting. We'll go down into the creek and we will sample these macro invertebrates and see who lives in the creek because by looking at them, we could learn about uh, uh, the status of the creek, like how healthy the water is. Uh, how receptive are people to this? Do they, you know, is there like mind blown about this stuff? Um, do do they like it? Like, yeah, what's your experience with that? So. This is what I love most about BioBlitz because, you know, we take people out and we show them how to find different things. You know, you could show people all these different creatures that live on oaks, for example. So when you look at the oak tree, you don't see much. It looks like a tree. You know, you might yeah. see a couple of birds, but you don't see much more than that. But then we show them how to look for these different insects, different galls, like structures induced by insects that are very common in oaks. And we, sh we shake the oaks a little bit over a tray <laughs> and we show them all the different insects and spiders and bees that you can find on the oak. And yeah, that's when the mind is blown by all that diversity that is just there, you know, often in a park where they used to walk every day and they never bother looking, right? But then you kind of give them a new way to look at things, mm -hmm. to look at the creeks and, and see why they're important and why it's important to clean them. Because we, we can make a difference. We can make these creeks so much more than what they are now uh, and create a beautiful habitat for all these creatures. And then it would obviously be better for us as well. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Um, so um, winding down the interview, um, do you have anything you would like to promote? Um, any events, anything coming up? And then where you might be able to find those things? Uh, sure. So. Next weekend, uh, last weekend of April, it's going to be um, the City Nature Challenge, which is this global iNaturalist competition uh, between many cities worldwide. And what we will do is I have two different events organized for that weekend. One is in Laguna Seca in North Coyote Valley Conservation Area. And the other one, that's on Saturday, and on Sunday, I have an event in Allen Walk Park, which is a beautiful park in San Jose. And it would be awesome if people <laughs> want to join us. You could learn more about the City Nature Challenge by going to their website. Uh, and you could help the Bay Area uh, by just downloading iNaturalist and uh, going out you could do it on your own or you could join one of the many events like ours that are organized for that weekend. Uh, but it's from Friday to Monday and it's going to be really fun. So hopefully you can join us. Okay, thank you, Mirav. This was a really good interview. Um, I appreciate your time. And yeah, thank you for, for sharing your perspective and everything on South Bay Clean Creeks Coalition. Thanks, Josh. is for entertainment purposes only and should not be interpreted or referenced as an endorsement, approval, or statement by South Bay Queen Creeks Coalition. The views and opinions expressed in the Call of the River podcast are those of the guests and hosts. They are not a representation or reflection of the official policy or position of South Bay Queen Creeks Coalition. South Bay Queen Creeks Coalition does not take responsibility for any ideas or opinions expressed during the podcast.